this is Barbara Calvano, and welcome to Let's Ask the Angels on Blog Talk Radio. Join me now for guidance and messages from the divine to support you on your path to living with mastery. Hello, everyone. I was going to say good morning, but it is good afternoon. And my name is Barbara Calvano, and I'm here on Let's Ask the Angels on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, Replays are available here, and also you can find me on most streaming platforms, Let's Ask the Angels. And today I'm going to be sharing with you messages for May, and then also any events that are coming up. So also, if you're new to me, a welcome, and those who will be listening on rebroadcast. Uh, You can find out more about me at my website, which is called Be Calvano Coaching. And so here we are today. I'm going to be giving you the messages today from the Rose Oracle. And I did say for the month of May, but I am going to be bringing back my podcast weekly. So I don't have the time set per se, but it will be weekly. Sometimes it'll be pre-recorded and not a live show, but I'm going to have a weekly uh, interaction with you guys. Now, upcoming on June 1st is my next Angel Circle. And what an Angel Circle is, is a one-hour Zoom event where we gather together and I channel a healing meditation from the angels and any messages that are for our particular group. And in this one, the topic is empowerment and mastery. So I'm really going to bring in some information and how we can really gear ourselves up for what I really sense is for the next part of the year. It'll be, you know, June 1st, and we'll be looking at the next six months. So I hope to have you join me right now. It's free, but I'm going to be asking for donations at this time, whatever you would like to. And uh, you would have to just register in advance. And the Zoom link is right here on this page at Blog Talk Radio or at my website, which I'll be posting soon. So that's the angel circle that's coming up. And now um, the messages for the month of May. Um, Again, I was guided to use the Rose Oracle from Rebecca Campbell. And there's a real sense of, how can I say, tending the garden, tending our heart, really looking at how to take care of ourselves, during these times. It's been interesting the past few years. I say that often a lot, but it's true. Especially if you're an empath, you're someone who's very sensitive to the world, to yourself, and um, it can be um, exhausting and it can be demanding. So those of us whose mission and commitment is to continue to open up, continue to heal, continue to allow ourselves to be present in the world, Like, how do we do that, right, when there's so much happening? And how do we not let that affect us? Well, we almost cannot because we're a human being. But there are techniques and things that we can use to help manage the energy, which I also will be talking about in my angel circle. And also, if you ever are considering a personal session with me, that's what I do in my one-hour angel card readings. But we also do energy um, Education. I teach you how to manage your 
uh, own energy so that you are able to be more centered and grounded and therefore you know, just be able to approach life, approach your goals and projects with a lot more enthusiasm. Because if we don't have our physical energy, our spiritual energy, it makes it really tough. So that's also part of what I do. I do one-on-one sessions, and you can see that also at my website. So here we go with the reading for the week and for the month. We have the first card is the breathing rose. And the images are here also on this page, and they are also at my website. And the the uh, image has um, pink roses that are on all three cards. And it's heart healing. Emotion, connection, time eases. The breathing rose. And here it says, often healing is a slow, steady process. And I'm going to be sharing about this because of this. You know, we all are in relationships with people, ourselves, we have family, we have partners, we have work, colleagues, society, community, and the world. And one of the most difficult things are relationships. And they often will trigger what we need to heal within ourselves. We often think it's the other person, but yes, they have issues and things too, but it's their um, prerogative, their choice, whether or not they're going to address those things. So the only thing we can do is address our own. And when we do that, we address our own, we actually create a whole new vibration and frequency that they might even kind of feel interested in and then find their own way. But the only thing we can do is manage our own frequency. And then that enables us, again, to be grounded, centered, focused, more able to be present in the world. And that becomes almost like a light that shines on other people. And they actually say, hmm, I might want to be that. I want some of that. But we cannot change other people. It's not our job. It's not our, that's actually codependency. It is our um, job to witness, to witness our own vibration, our frequency, our energies. And by doing that, that's how we take care of the world. We take care of our own and that impacts the world. And that impacts our ability to do the things that we are uh, committed to doing that we may feel is our purpose in life. So here it goes. Often, healing is a slow, steady process. It's complex, not linear. It takes as long as it takes. And I say this because some relationships may take a lifetime. And there may be some relationships, especially in family, that may never turn out the way we would like them to be. And that's a whole other way of being able to see that's their karma. It is our karma. If we have been so lucky and graced to see that the more we learn, the more we can change, you know, that it's actually pretty cool to like to dig deep, right? So not everybody has that grace. They just don't. But if they can see it in somebody else, if they could see it in a family member, they might just hmm, take a moment and say, wonder how they do that. I wonder how they do that. It's all very, very interesting. So it takes as long as it takes. And most of the time, that's much longer than we'd wish. But like all things in nature, there's a mysterious intelligence to it. And if we trust it and let the vibrant fall to the earth and cut back what no longer 
and protect the new shoots and buds from being pried open, we may find ourselves in a second bloom. So it takes a really inordinate amount of self-awareness and stillness and ability to say, the problem needs to be solved first within myself. Yeah. We're one rose plant and we've got to, you know, we're looking at this as how can we tend this rose plant to have this second bloom. And the, these are the noises, if you may hear them, of New York in my background. And if you do this, fruit will follow. So whatever you're looking to increase, your finances, your uh, possibilities, your connections. You know, we want that growth, but it starts with us. And um, taking the time to be still in this fast-paced world is not always easy, but it is what is required. We have to make it some kind of priority. So here we go. You can't manufacture that. You must trust the great mystery in the process. So we may not have the answers. We're not going to have the answers. I today cannot give you the answers, but I can teach you about the process, the process of connecting to your angels, connecting to this oracle of nature today with the rose. So the bud somehow manages to burst through the constraints by opening to life. Now, opening to life, my friends, many of us are afraid to to do that. Opening to life, opening to changes, opening to a whole new realm we've never seen before. It's way easier to stay comfortable in things that are not great to stay stuck, to stay underground, to not bloom, not be in the light. It's comfortable. There's no opposition. There's nobody going to criticize us. But our souls just desperately want to bloom, and there's so much more available when we let ourselves do that. So the challenge we're going to through a time of healing, which is another word for growth, transformation, change, is not to close ourselves off from the world when we most want to separate and shut down. So one of the things I saw is that in the past year or so, the news of the violence here in the United States has really affected me. And so something would happen. I go, whoa, I can barely speak from the amount of sadness and grief and anger that I would have about seeing what's going on. And then now, what do we see? It's happening almost every day. And so what the angels helped me see is that I'm just going to have to incorporate all of my emotions and all of my awareness as I continue to do what I do with my work. And it's not easy because I continue to open up and I am more, much, much more sensitive than I ever was in my life. And yet, um, it's not a time to go underground. As I'm really hearing from this message, even for myself. So we can take all of these emotions and we don't have to wait for another day. We take care of ourselves and we can go to the party. We can go to life with this whole basket of huge, huge emotions that is actually a process of healing because that is what transforming and change is. It's being more able to be a human being with our hearts wide open, right? So when we shut down, that's when many people get illnesses because they 
keep all that energy inside of them. So to somehow find the courage to open through the agony, the difficulty, and the hurt. And when we feel safe enough to let life soften us, not harden us, to deepen and cradle us. This is a card of deep heart healing. It will often come to us as a symbol of emotional healing that's in the process of happening. The mending's underway. Treat yourself and your healing with compassion, understanding, and gentleness. This is a card of deep encouragement that you're doing it. Time will ease everything soon. So we are all in a deep process of healing. And I repeat what I just said before. We can only look at seeing what's happening in the news and how it affects us. How is it affecting our heart? It's allowing us to feel. It's allowing us to feel things from our own past. And these things match. And we are able to bring them to the surface and let them go. So it's a pretty raw time, you know. And again, the guidance is to continue to be in life. Continue to go after those things that you've thought about and you're, you're creating and take this vibration, the courage to feel with you. All of the anxiety and stress, take it with you. So the second card is the fertile void. It says inner winter, not like we're in actual winter, at least in North America. The inside of us, rest, patience, potency, secret beginning. So this goes right into that first card. This is a very special card. It holds the potent golden seeds of a new beginning and the aftermath of an end. And so what we're seeing here is that we're supposed to be able to, you know, like embrace that bursting through the soil to, in order to bloom, embrace all of our emotions and reactions that we have in the human body, in a human form, and know that we're all part of a new beginning. There's a new awareness happening all around us, if you can see it. There is something positive out of the negative. We, have, we can easily get only pulled into all the negative, and then it makes us feel immobile, paralyzed, that there's nothing to be done. But when we embrace our own inner change, our own journey, and for many, it's one of finding the partner, a, a, you know, whether it's a spouse or a lifelong partner, some friends, or finding that purpose, finding that career, job that you know would really light you up, and finding the ability to take care of your body in a way that you know would make you feel awesome, right? So these are all new beginnings. So we're called to have patience and enter a deep rest repair, regeneration, and acceptance. So this is not telling you to go out and run a marathon. If anything, do a little bit more of yin yoga, particular yoga where you rest, nidra yoga that you do before you go to bed. Take Epsom salt baths, mineral salts. Walk in nature. Do some things that you may not have done a lot before, but a little bit more of quiet. Allows all these 
impulses and reactions and emotions going on in your life to settle down. We're not trying to move them out or disappear it. We're giving it grace. We're holding it. We're holding all aspects of your life. And this is what nature, the rose, and the angels can help us do. To let a part of our lives, or even who we once were, metaphorically, die in order to seed, sprout, bud, and bloom again. So in order to create newly, something new, we have to let something go. Literally die. Like an old way of being, the old way of doing things, the old way we looked at the world. We were not trusting. We might have to take on being trusting and trustworthy. That's a huge one. Do you trust people? Can you be trusted? That is a, it's a huge energetic shift. So here we go. There's often a letting go, a grief or mourning involved, a death or, of self of what once was, the ending of things that were once important, relationships, jobs, identities, ways of being, the fertile void, this card, ask that we honor endings to begin again. So again, we have to not be afraid of let, letting go, letting go of the past. And it might require doing, writing it down or speaking to someone and saying that you're no longer going to be holding these resentments and grudges, perhaps even asking forgiveness, or looking at a relationship where there's no possibility. There's, at this moment, you know, the person is incapable of resolving, and they only want to fight and argue. That exists, and sometimes these people are not well. They may have um, emotional disorders that are not addressed, or they're going through their own healing themselves. So sometimes it's important to make a distance, a boundary between certain people that we've been really wanting to have a better relationship with. It might be better just to have some distance doesn't mean they're completely out of your life, but we need to maintain our own um, respect for our energy and our own spiritual growth in order for us to have a life that's really exciting and vibrant and um, where we can grow. I'm going to assert if you're interested in angels and the essence of angels, then you're interested in the essence of grace and ease and possibility. And that's what I get from working with angels. So the fertile void, this card again, asks that we honor endings to begin again. It's a crucial part of growth and new isn't possible without it. In the card, you can see the golden seed cradled in the dark, fertile womb of the soil. It's easy to mistake this phase of growth as one where nothing much is happening. But beneath the surface of the winter soil, Things have never been more active. So I always tell my clients that if you have a dream or a wish and you've prayed for something, it's been heard. It has been heard by your higher power, your God, your angels. And what we need to do is trust that it's been heard and it's being acted upon. So then the next thing we would do is just really be quiet, listen, Enjoy today as 
more will be revealed to us. It takes a lot of strength and courage to do this. But once you get the knack of it, it's really fun and exciting. So, but beneath the surface of the winter soil, things have never been more active. So winter, within ourselves, is a phase of initiation, renewal, and rebirth. When we're going through a period of inner winter, we experience this too. We metaphorically go underground by coming to a standstill and allowing ourselves to recover and rest. We don't realize it, but this is the most important part of our growth. And it takes faith and surrender to do it. So trust the sureness of the soil. The new being woven without you having to micromanage every move. So this is important. The new that we want to have in our lives is being woven without you and me. So we don't have to micromanage every move. That whole uh, statement that they say in the 12-step programs a lot, which is let go and let God. When you really are able to imbibe that, there's so much more relaxation and peace. So trust the sureness of the soil. Be cradled by the great mystery. So here you are, yourself as a little baby, and you're in the cradle of the mystery of the whole universe. You are in in being held by all the possibilities of the universe and even bigger, multiple universes, more than we can ever imagine. But we're held in that. We are in the space of that. And we're held with love and gentleness. So that is the second card. So trust the sureness of the soil. This is a very tender powerful time, learning to trust that the universe has your back, okay? And then the last card, you know, all these messages are really, you know, it really is like um, being a rose, bud, a flower in the earth, growing, doing what it needs to be done, adapting to each day, weather, moisture, water, wind, sun, and really not commenting on it, just trusting that it's all happening. And as I say this, if you're triggered and you see that, but I have some, I'm really stuck and I really have some issues and I have some upsets and things, it's the time to get support. You know, being cradled by the universe also means Allowing yourself to be cradled by the support of the universe, which includes professionals, and it may be professional health care, therapists, counselors, being held by them also. So that's trusting your expanded self into the the world. So the third card is the wasteland, sustainability, slow down, (laughs) we keep getting this Message about slow down, tend to your garden, our inner garden. So there's an anonymous 13th century French myth in the form of a poem called The Elucidation that tells the story of a king who abuses the land he's supposed to be the guardian of. 
the king breaks the trust of the well maidens, the spirits who were guarding the wells of the land, and they flee. The waters run dry, the plants wilt, and the land, which was once rich and fertile, becomes barren, creating a wasteland. This is the most powerful card of the deck. I love it when this happens, so here we are. It's a wake-up call for us to stop the destructive behavior that's resulting in us becoming brittle and unable to live in a sustainable way. I'm going to say that again. It's a wake-up call behavior that's resulting in us becoming brittle and unable to live in a sustainable way. The sacred feminine is abundant. She knows that the earth can provide for what we need and that she doesn't need to take more than she needs. She tends the earth around her and within her. She's the keeper of balance and the protector of all living things. So when I hear this for myself, what I see is that I have a relationship with one of my brothers that it's important for me to grant distance for a while as he works out what he's going through and let me do my life instead of worrying about him and going, you know, on and on and on and on. I can pray from a distance, but it's really up to each of us to look at, like my destructive behavior was getting too involved in his life or letting his behavior towards me affect me too much. So, you know, that doesn't work for me. So the sacred feminine is abundant. She needs she tends the earth around her and within her. She's the keeper of balance and the protector of all living things. The rose has seen civilizations come and go. Empires rise and fall. In this card, she's delivering an urgent message to slow down any way of being that's not sustainable. To release anything that's making us brittle to tend to our garden, our bodies, and the earth around us. So the question is, what way of being is no longer sustainable for you? And it could be not really being loving to yourself, not taking care of yourself, jumping in that pool of worry and anxiety and anger with family and friends, that only makes us brittle. There's nothing positive that comes from it. Or even in looking at situations happening in our politics and in the world. Now, it breaks my heart to see the gun violence and what's happening and all that. But I have to be careful that it makes me brittle. It's okay to be animated with passion, with all of our deepest rage and outrage about what we see. Then we need to channel that energy and trust that we will find a way. We may not see it, but we will find a way to have these things solved. That we will find a way. We become brittle when we can't believe that anything's possible, when we give up hope. And this can occur for in any of our projects, in any of area of our life that we're looking at to make. Um, better to have a breakthrough, right? So if we let ourselves be brittle, I like the word because brittle is, it's as if your heart breaks and you stay in heartbreak. And it's okay and we want to feel, we want to feel the depths 
of all of our emotions right now. But we also have to know to tend the garden, take care of ourselves so that we can heal parts of ourselves, gather the energy to listen, to be aware of what the next right step will be. Okay? So I don't necessarily tell you when I do readings what you need to do as much as help coach you and give you prompts to look and see for yourself. You might already know what messages you've been receiving about what to stop and what to start. It's that simple. And when I wanted to get married like 35 years ago and, you know, I was just ready to to find somebody to settle down with. I could tell. I, I thought I was going to be single for the rest of my life. But deep, deep in my heart, I wanted to find a partner. And when I started to do that, I was excited. Sure, right, you guys? But what came up was that I really, really didn't trust. I didn't trust relationships. I didn't trust men. I didn't trust myself. And by looking at that obstacle that came up when I had this deep desire and dream, and then I had to get some help. I got a therapist to help me. I got to see why I had that thought. So when we work with the angels, it's as if they're like um, traffic signs that help us go forward, keep going forward, caution, stop, go, go quickly, slow down. But Nobody can do your life for you. I can't. They can't. But what they can do is partner with you. And when you partner with the universe and you partner with the deepest sense of yourself, which is expansive and beyond your physical body, miracles happen. Things start changing. Situations come to your life that you would never believe. And that's how it works. But when we have limited ways of being, limited ways of thinking, we become brittle, as they say here, and we don't tend to our garden. We don't really take care of ourselves. All we can do is repeat what we see and feel. Yeah, repeat what we see and feel. Same type of people come into our lives, same type of jobs, same type of lack of opportunities or, you know, opportunities that we really are not interested in. But when we want to change the frequency and the vibration, the key number one thing is to take care of ourselves, which starts with our body. And back in my teens and in college, I was a modern dancer. Then I got into yoga, and then I became an actor. So I really became aware of taking care of myself physically. And then also I married a chiropractor who was an elite marathon runner. He went to the Olympic trials in 1980, so he's really into fitness. So it's all around me that being fit, it's not about being perfect, but moving your body, taking care of yourself, that I can say that I'm 69, going to be 70 next February, that I still am working on my yoga poses and my yoga strength and flexibility in my meditation. And this gives me access to energy and stillness, which then gives me access to connection to my divinity, my higher power, and God. So other psychics and intuitives don't really stress taking care of your body as much as I do, because I know for myself, when I really 
saw that that was the key to everything, everything opened up for me. It's not the outside first. It's like the inside. It is so basic. It is beyond basic. So that's the reading for the month of May. And I will be delivering weekly messages also. And again, you can find out more about that here. Follow me here on Blog Talk Radio or at my website to find out what's going on next. And then also my Angel Circle Empowerment and Mastery. One hour on Zoom, a gathering of us together, receiving angel messages and doing some deep healing work, which is like guided visualization, but it'll teach you what you can do to help protect your energy, maintain your energy, and to give you the, um, it's like the foundation and the impetus to take risks and make changes. Because the only thing that contribute to growth, right, to growth is change and transformation. But if we don't allow ourselves to take risks or to be uncomfortable, then we're going to pretty much have what we have already. We're going to stay where we're at. Take some water here. So those are the messages for the month of May. And I hope to have you join me at the Angel Circle. You register here on the page at Blog Talk Radio or at my website, BeCalvanoCoaching.com, and pre-register, and it will be by donation. Pay what you want, and it will be very, very powerful. So I look, I'm looking forward to it. So now I'm going to do many, many one-card readings. And again, I don't tell your fortune. I don't, you know, don't do that. I'll draw a card for you. If I receive any messages to give to you, I'll say that also. And keep it short, and again, so that everyone can have a chance, and I'm going to do, to do those the readings right now. All right, so the first caller is area code 205. What is your name, and how can I help you today? Hello there. Hi, thank you for taking that call. Hi. Hi. Um, very uh, beautiful um, message, um, and and um, that you uh, spoke about. Um, so thank you. Um, You're welcome. And so yes, please if you would draw a card, and mm-hmm. I would be um, very um, I'm appreciative of of the message. Thank okay. you. And what is your name? Patricia. Okay. So, Patricia, did you have a question? You just want me to um, draw the card for you. Um, well, um, interesting enough, there is a um, um, gentleman by the initial mm-hmm. W that mm-hmm. I have been knowing for about 10 years and um, just um, know, but um, we in the last year have, uh, I, don't, I don't even know how it happened, but we we're, we've become intimate. And mm-hmm. um, what is so uh, different to me about this is because the energy that uh, he brings is so strong and so sensuous, very sexy, and very mm-hmm. pleasurable. Uh, it's um, breathtaking at times. I just mm-hmm. want to know what are his intentions, if there are any 
okay. uh, for me. Okay. So if you've known this person for quite a while, and it sounds mm-hmm. like it's a beautiful experience for you, um, what, yes. what the next step is for you is to ask. See, that's a level of intimacy yes. when you, you begin to ask and talk about the relationship. And that's what will um, take it to the next level. And there's nothing wrong with the level that it's at right now, it sounds like. But I think you're ready for the next level. And so that includes you can have the friendship, you can have the physical experience, but the next one will be the soulful acknowledgement. So you would ask. You would ask um, the questions. You have a conversation. And if in your mind's eye you feel you are afraid because you don't want to destroy what you have, or you don't want to change it. You know what I mean? It's going pretty well. Mm-hmm. So yep. check in with yourself and say, what do you want? And I have a sense that you have something that you want. And it could be, I don't know what the words are, but it's in getting in touch with your heart. Like in the full reading that I did, what do you want to let go of? You've had relationships in the past. This is something new that you want to truly have. And you can see the buds sprouting and the rose blooming with it. What do you want? So I think you would just take a moment and see for yourself. Do you want, do you want, you know, the ring on the finger? Or do you want the, do you want, you know, you never know what's going to come out of a conversation. But I think in so many relationships, People don't talk. They don't. They don't talk about what's really, really in their hearts, right? They 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 dance around it because there's a memory of childhood or something where, um, you know, love was taken away from you, you know, or something you really were you loved, yeah, was broken or removed, you know. So this mm-hmm. is the most courageous moment of your relationship is that you talk. Because me or any any reader, if they tell you what it is, I'm going to say it's not it. Because it's in the great mystery. It's in the great mystery of, between you and him, two human beings. And the incredible um, possibility of when you share your thoughts and you sh- truly share your heart of what you want, what your vision is, what you're committed to, that's when I really feel a a relationship becomes golden. So the card that came up for you is you will manifest what you need. Okay. I'm sorry. It says express gratitude as if your plans have already Mm -hmm. come to pass. Trust that your angels are bringing you the assistance you need. So it's great because it's like a, it's like a, kind of like a mail, you know, it could be like a letter, but it's like a box. So you're like sending, sending this to your angels. So you will manifest what you need. And I also see the word need is like what you truly want. So if you, what do you need? Maybe you need acknowledgement. Maybe you need, you know, the actual getting married. Some people don't need that. Maybe you need to be told that you're the most incredible person in 
They want to be with you forever. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but express mm-hmm. gratitude as if your plans have already come to pass. So let go and trust. And in my reading, it said that the soil is fertile, that this that you're being taken care of, and that it's safe to grow and bloom in your expression and in your words of what you want to say, right? And trust that your angels are going to bring you assistance into, I use Gabriel, Archangel Gabriel, to help me say what I need to say, you know, or even Raphael, just to help you work on the relationship. So do you see how this is your um, magical moment? It's not about me telling you the way it's going to go, you know? Basically, it's going to go the way it's going to go the way your heart allows it to go, and many many people will sabotage when they get to this moment because they haven't addressed their past. You know, they haven't addressed that. Oh, I'm afraid you're going to betray me, or I'm afraid. Da 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 da. You know, so it's a wonderful mm-hmm. moment for just you to face your own emotions, whether it's fear or excitement or both, right? And to get mm-hmm. in touch with your heart. What do you want? What do you want? Because when I meet women or men and they say, oh, I wish I had a husband like you, I say, well, go out and find one. Go out and get one. <laughs> you, you know, a person, they'll go and do whatever they can to get the job or to get to fitness. But relationships are really the same thing. But we yeah. put them into this romantic fantasy story that it's, supposed to look a certain way and it's none of that it is it's raw it's emotional it's going to bring up everything you've ever had a thought about about being about trust and about being um a human just truly being a human being with an open heart so i would focus on what is the vision you want to have of you and this person and when i met my when I was ready to meet my husband, the vision I had for myself for a partner was I wanted to walk on the planet Earth with someone that I was proud of and that our energy combined would create a new energy that would make a difference in the world. Mm. Yeah. And that's Beautiful. What, I, what I got. It wasn't about what he looked like and, and all this, and also that he had a job and he was not, on, you know, not addicted to drugs and alcohol. You know? So that was helpful. Yes. You know, so, or if he was yes. and he got help, you know, so it's really about you taking full responsibility for the vision, which you created this relationship already. You've already made this thing all happen. Now, now what do you want How to go the next step? And here's the second thing, and I'm spending extra time for you because I don't have a lot of people on my call board today, is this. Don't, if you have this dream in your heart, um, don't be afraid of being disappointed because what if this person didn't, is not in alignment with what you want? Mm-hmm. That would be good to know now than five years from now, one year from now, ten years from now, right? So that's the mistake I made often until I learned my lesson is that say what you want. Because I, I was involved with many relationships before I met my husband. I never said what I wanted. They came. I joined them. That was it, you know. And so now it was like, no, this is what I want. This is what I'm up to. And what I found, it really, yeah. really works. It works as magical as taking this formula 
into any other area of your life because we always get what we want. So it's really important to get clear, take that time of stillness and go, okay, all right, what is it that I want? And, And don't be afraid of what you see. And, you know, God forbid you're with someone who doesn't really, really want that. You know, then you have to make a choice, you know? And, oh, the last part yeah, of that I, is, if it's not the right person, I can I can let you know the next one will be right with you real fast. Okay? Well, that's the, everything <laughs> you said is absolutely correct. Um, mm-hmm. The thing is, I really, really enjoy him to the point mm-hmm. where, uh, I, I mean, I I don't know how to say this. I mean, I sleep. <laughs> I sleep <laughs> so like a baby yeah. after he leaves. But yeah. I only sort of want him for that. I don't know if that's selfish. I just want that from him. And I don't understand. It's like when I try to look deeper into seeing if he does align with me, we yeah. are so different. But mm-hmm. when we're connected in that sense, Mm-hmm. It is just magical, and, and you know, I never fun. have connected like yeah. that. Well, then there's absolutely nothing wrong with just having that continue, you know? But if there is any iota of you wanting something else with it all, then it's up to you to communicate that to yourself yeah. and then to the other yeah. person. But if it's great and grand, it's like, you know, Hey, you know there are there are things in my marriage that other people may say. Well, why do you, you know, I wouldn't put up with that. But for me, I'm fine. You know, we all are yeah. totally different. We are all totally, totally different. And I like the fact that if you can sleep well at night and you, and all that, then then that's beautiful. But if there's the <laughs> tiniest thought of you wanting something else, then it's I would say it's important to pay attention to that. And, uh, right. but otherwise, if it's glorious and, and it works for you, then just hallelujah. Keep, just keep having what you have, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's what we have here. And what I got the card basically said, you know, whatever you ask for, you're going to get. So, you know, that's the, the thing. There might be something else that you want, but if you don't say it, they're not, they won't know it. You know? Mm, okay. They don't, they're yeah. not going to know it. And it could be, I like all this, but I also want to be taken to dinner, or I would like flowers, or I would like, I don't know, but that's up to you. Yeah, right. Yes, yes, yes. I like that. Yeah, because I do like, you know, that. And um, and sometimes, yeah, you know, let's go uh, to a little place and Mm -hmm. eat or have some drinks or something. So, Mm -hmm. yes, I sort of feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I do. It's okay. just um, the connection he he expresses so much love, and I tell mm-hmm. him that like, wow, you're just—it's almost like you're in love for the moment. But then mm-hmm. when it's over, you know, it's like, oh wow, that was magical. But now we just go back to, you know, what it was before the connection, and mm-hmm. I. Yeah, I want the connection all the time with everything else, but I, I guess it's just with, it's, I don't want 
that everything with him, at least that's not what I'm feeling now. It's like, okay, when I when I find this partner in life, oh my God, I want this type of connection mm-hmm. with him. You know, so that's sort of how I feel. Um, okay. After. Okay. Well, thank well, so you I have so to, much. You're welcome. I have to move on to the next caller, and I appreciate you calling in today. And uh, good luck thank with you everything. Thank for taking my call. Okay. Yes. Uh, many blessings, and I'll I'll keep you updated. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Okay. Area code five zero four. What is your name? How can Hi. I help you today? Hi. My name. My name is Deborah. And um, I would like to know if you had a message for me. I am in a very transitionary phase of my life, and I'm. It was kind of interesting that you said people self sabotage. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if I self sabotaged already. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretty much everything, career, yeah. everything. Okay, so if you not have just a career. Thought- yeah, and you know we're human beings, so we do this. So it's not like you're 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 unique. Human beings do it, especially when they're re- they do it when they're ready to level up to the next, go oh, to the okay. next level. And because what happens is that your energy gets bigger, your heart is open, and you're ready for the next thing. And then we get um, emotional. We get stopped by fear. We get stopped. We will create. Um, situations where we can have um, complaints that this is why it happened, right? Outside of ourselves. Right. We're really, really powerful. So if you're aware that you've been doing that, you can stop. That you can stop. Does it happen overnight? No. But what you do is you catch yourself. So whether it's a job or a relationship or a health program, you can see, oh, today I'm, I'm, I said I was going to do this, but I don't do this. I said I was going to do this, but I'm doing this. If you can say, okay, yeah, I can see that, but I'm not a terrible person. I just don't keep my word. And out of doing that, I don't get the results that I want, period. Like if you have to make so many phone calls or do something for a job and you don't do what you know you have to do, you don't keep your word, you don't get the results. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. And and but we do we beat ourselves up and we say you're oh you're a horrible person you're never gonna never never gonna happen get what you want blah 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 instead of just acknowledging I didn't keep my word that's all like you know if I said I was gonna give up sugar after nine o'clock and I and it's ten o'clock and I'm eating chocolate covered almonds I am not keeping my word you know that's it mm-hmm. and so what I do I need to go back and keep my word if I want the result of losing belly fat. You know, it's like a personal thing I'm sharing, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's like that. Or I said I'm going to eat only up until 9 o'clock at night, and it's 10.30, and that's what I'm eating. You know, mm-hmm. it's when we learn just to be more compassionate with ourselves, you know, the reading today about tending your garden, we have much more uh, ability to um, stay focused and and motivated. But if we condemn ourselves like, oh, so-and-so said this to me, and it's just like it happened when I was nine years old. And, and we don't even know we're saying that. But we're like, it's not worth it. I'm not going to try to be a, a public speaker. I can't teach because I'm afraid to stand up in front of people, blah, blah, blah. It could be anything, right? But we, we automatically 
don't like the experience, and then we pad it with experiences from the past to justify why we're right, why we're right that we suck at something or we're, we're no good, right? So Mine really, specifically uh, is psychic yeah. vampires. Okay. I'm either run out of a place because of them. If I do well, it, you know, it's like, um, and it's everywhere, and I thought it was better. Like I kind of okay. tiptoed okay. this last job, and it was actually a group of people rather than, mm-hmm. you know, learning defense from one person. It was a group of that okay. made stuff up. But okay. I'm always the person that's bullied. Okay. So I don't have, like, a lot of time on this, but the first thing I could say is that how I teach, how I coach, is that we take full responsibility for what we're creating. So if you can okay. just, matter of fact, begin to say, I do not attract psychic vampires. Or okay. that's the first thing. Personally, I don't even use the word psychic vampires because it's as if I, I can almost see like zombies showing up around me. I just don't use that word. I don't even put it in my aura. I just don't. I just don't. What I do do is I acknowledge that if something is uncomfortable for me, that I may not be best for that situation because I'm really, really sensitive. I acknowledge that. I am not as if my husband could be in the same situation, but the things don't bother him as much, but they bother me immensely. So I take full responsibility for my sensitivity and my reactions and for what I create. So I I don't use that word, you know, psychic vampires. Um, People... You know, if you have a paradigm of thinking, a way of thinking about something, I can guarantee 100% you're going to attract that. Not that they don't exist, because they do exist, but it's like you give them license to come to your house, to come into your... So if you just say, I don't believe in them, you just say no. When you wear a piece of black labradite or something, you know, a black Mm -hmm. stone. You know, but I don't go into alchemy like we have to cast spells and be afraid of all that. No, it's like if you know you're highly sensitive and you know that you're also maybe thin-skinned and you've learned how to toughen up a little just so that you can be in the workplace and with people, then you do that. Or you may have to say, yeah. I'm not good in corporate environments and I, I'm best working alone. There's nothing wrong with yeah. that. You know, like I, I don't work, yeah. I do not work well in corporate environments. So I work alone, and I there's I do I'm an actor also. So there's certain acting jobs I do not work well with certain actors. I know that about myself. So I only choose certain jobs. Um, other actors can work with everybody, or you know they just have a much more adeptness with that. I don't. So it's just about being yeah. responsible for who you are. That's it, you know, and that's it. And if you constantly think about something if you think about that i'm surrounded by a hundred thousand angels on my left and my right i'm protected and cradled i have archangel michael around me and, and my fire dragons and i go out into the world it's a very different experience but then you open yourself up to they're they're taking my energy you see that it's totally different so when you yeah, learn to stand in your power did a mistake by taking my Mother, she's elderly, and I brought her in my house during the pandemic, and and mm-hmm. that's kind of where all this stems from. 
Okay, so that's you it, know happened for I think a lot it's of just people. Mm-hmm. 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 And and I would say if you could find a way to see that. I'm going to say how do I say this? It was a gift that it happened, so that you could learn how to stand in your power and protect your energy. So many things happened to us during the pandemic that were super soul lessons. Many people, it just bypassed them, the lessons. They just don't see it. But having that experience, I had my own experiences. And I know that in the moment, it did not feel like a blessing. But I could see that, oh, that opened my heart. That showed me something I, didn't, I wasn't aware of. And if you can look at it that way, like, wow, I wasn't aware that I'm that sensitive and I need to take care of myself. Because if nobody's doing anything to us unless they're literally sticking a sword in us, right? Or, you know, right. they're not. But if we focus on the negative, it, we will definitely increase it. It's, we are that powerful. So um, I would say focus on, oh, let me pull the card for you. And then we'd focus on. Oh, thank you. You know, focus on empowering yourself. And if you can come to my healing and empowerment Zoom angel circle, that would be really, really uh, very, very helpful. But yeah, the main thing is that you can see you're experiencing the energy and now the possibility and gift is, oh, okay, so how, what can I do to, to stop feeling the rain all the time, you know? Yeah. Okay, and for you, it says regain your focus. I love this. And here it says trivial life matters are distracting you from your goals. Yeah. Archangel Metatron and I are here to help you stay grounded. So Archangel Michael and Archangel Metatron are with you to help you stay grounded. And being grounded is when we are actually connected to the universe. Okay, so... That's what's important, and um, whenever you feel overwhelmed in the negative direction, just tell yourself, I need to regain my focus. I'm out of balance. That's it. Okay? Thank you so much. You're so welcome. I know this will help other people, too, so you're so welcome. Okay. Okay. Thank you. you. Take care. Thank you, everyone, for listening today, and, um, yeah, so hope. Hope to have you join me on my next uh, podcast. I'm going to be going weekly. I, I'm not sure it will be this time every week, but it will be weekly. And also join me at this great festival, almost, event, Angel Circle on June 1st with Empowerment and Mastery with the Angels. And it's free. You have to pre-register. And it's at my website, Be Calvano Coaching, or right here on the blog talk page. So have a beautiful, beautiful day. Enjoy. Enjoy.